The following message is the opinions of the host and may be considered to be a conspiracy. Viewer discretion is advised. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. I don't know where that came from. How do I know that? And it turned out that nobody knew it. And I was getting really freaked. With the right conditions, we have an inversion. That's when I first started saying, they don't know. Nobody really knows. This whole thing is a big sham. And what you're seeing here is a we accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. Okay, guys. Episode number 12 of Unearthing 5D Reality. Um, guys, this episode was awesome. Um, I think we did a thorough expose of the government, of the United States government. We really talked about the Zionists, what's going on um, with modern-day government, right versus left, all of these concepts we went over in this episode. So um, I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, just like any other episode, if you enjoy this episode and want to get the truth out to somebody, make sure you just copy the link and with the share button um, under the episode. You can share with any of your friends and family that might think Trump's a good guy or they think Joe Biden's a good guy, have them listen to this episode. But other than that, what would you like to add, Derek, to the introduction? You have anything for everybody? Yeah, I just can't express our gratitude for you guys. I really appreciate you guys. We really do love you and we want the best for the world. Uh, I do kind of want to let you guys know that Caleb and I are working on doing a live once a week for members only uh, where you could come in and interact with us and ask us questions and we could present the world in the way that we see it and grow this community to a point where there is no way you could ignore it. Uh, we, we will need, we're going to get to a point where it's undeniable and unignorable and the people are going to be forced to see reality in the way it is and in doing so we are going to change the world and we're going to do it with your help so just thank you so much for all of you that are here thank you for all of you who subscribe uh even if you're just passing by we're just thankful for you we really are so wouldn't it be here if you weren't even slightly in the mindset of waking up so even if you're here as a hater we know the truth we know that you are blossoming and that one day you're going to be a beautiful flower so just thank you so much to everybody and enjoy the show okay guys so in today's episode basically what me and derek want to get across to everybody is that america is not what it's been painted out to be um, neither is the political parties, the Democratic, the Republican parties. None of this is what it's been made out to be. And it seems like it's all just a, a way to control us, essentially. Is that kind of what you'd say, Derek? Yeah, in my opinion, it almost seems as if the entire finding and founding of America was to create a non-hostile takeover of, of the world through going within. If you fight somebody physically and you physically force them into slave labor, they're going to resist. They're not going to work as hard. Uh, it's just it's not going to be as beneficial as if you were to convince the slave that they're free, convince the slave that they chose their job and convince the slave to do all of the labor necessary to build their empire. People under the assumption of being free, they completely ignore the fact of the reality behind that. And in doing so, they've been able to take over the whole world through going within your mind. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like what it sounds like when you say that, what I picture is like we're like the guinea pigs essentially we're like the guinea pig nation where um they didn't do it like you know china's doing it or these other like north korea if north korea is even the way that it's painted to us for all we know we're just getting propaganda here and it's completely normal there who knows but um it's it's truly astounding to like actually look at this from a bird's eye view and see the ties to freemasonry to the central banks and to zionists at the end of the day um basically controlling everything and controlling all of the wealth and um in history when um these people control all the wealth there's huge crashes like uh like i don't know the exact numbers but once it gets to, to below like five percent that's when shiz gets really bad and um me and derek were talking off air and uh, derek if you'd like to tell everybody kind of what's going on with the federal reserve right now might be a little bit of a sign yeah, so uh, obviously there is no real information on it quite yet, and this is just purely speculation, but uh, it is a fact that they had just erected a 10-foot wall around the Federal Reserve Bank made out of concrete. Uh, and so whenever the government prepares like this, they're anticipating something big, right? They don't just go build a wall around a public building that's been there forever, unless if they have anticipations on there being some kind of collapse stock market wise, dollar wise, whatever it is. Um, I mean, last year, or maybe as early this year, there was speculation that the United States contract with the Federal Reserve was up, and they had signed a temporary extension to this contract. But when, when it's done, they, they either have to renew their agreements, or the United States has to find a new form of uh, dollars. Before we even like really go too crazy, I want you guys to think about what the Federal Reserve is, okay? We pay, it's not a federal company, just so you know, it's not our government. Our government does not print our money. Our government pays the big banks of the world who we're going to tie to the Zionists. The government pays them to print our money at an interest. This interest ranges anywhere from one fourth of 1% all the way up to 20%. If you guys like, just think about this for a second. If you loan me a hundred bucks and I owe you back a hundred dollars, all of my money comes from you that you gave me. How in the world am I supposed to pay back $120 with the 100 bucks? Okay, think about this. They charge 20% interest. All of the money in the United States comes from them. What that means is there can't be more money than what they give us, but the money they give us is taxed at 20%. So for every $100, we have to pay back 120, but we only have $100 to do this with. This is why they call it winning in the the, uh, the economy, you're winning or you're losing. Somebody has to lose because somebody has to fail with their real estate or with their business or any form of, of profitable income. Somebody has to fail because that money that is required to pay the interest for the loans in which we've received has to come from somebody, okay? Uh, you guys need to pay some attention to what's happening and we're gonna tie all of this together with, all of the big industries, big oil, big pharmaceutical, big education, big government, and the lobbyists and everything that that has taken over the infrastructure of our world. Yeah, I really hope and a goal of mine is to paint a clear picture to just kind of show that 
these guys are all working together. Like I have so many people, even in my own life, I'm sure Derek is the same way. I'm sure people listening right now are going to jive with this, that you have family members that think Trump is going to come back and like save us. Or, you know, they have this like, like that, that is so like so far off to me now, knowing that the earth is flat, knowing all of these things are complete lies. Like why didn't Donald Trump come out and tell everyone the earth's flat? Why was he funding NASA? Why did he start start Space Force? Like all of these questions will be asked this episode, and I really want to paint a picture, um, uh, or just kind of a broad picture, even with a broad brush, just to show everybody kind of what's going on at least the 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 top couple stones of the pyramid, if we can. Well, and absolutely, and and before anything, I want everybody to know that we are all a product of our environment, and a lot of the suffering and the the things that people actually do to others is because hurt people hurt people, okay? So we cannot fix this issue by targeting the people. We have to fix the environment in which the people exist. Otherwise, the environment's going to breed more problems and more, more people are going to grow up in this, this world with a negative outlook, a survival of the fittest. You must go down so I can go up attitude. And this is what we're tr we're really going to try really hard to paint the picture on how all of these major industries have come together to not only steal your money, but to steal the very essence, what it means to be a human. Yeah, well, they also, um, before we get into everything, they've done the same thing through the music industry, through the TV shows, through the movies, all of that uh, over the years has become more violent, um, more vulgar. Um, just the, the, the stuff that's exposed to children at a young age nowadays would be completely just like looked at as insanity to show on TV or on the radio that we're doing nowadays, like with what's going on in the industry and the rap industry right now, uh, in my opinion, it's all just, it's all control there. These people are the same way in the music industry as it is with the politicians. All of these people are picked and they're picked if they're able to listen, if they're able to go along with the script well enough, and if they're able to read it at the pace that they need to in front of a TV screen or in front of a camera. And that's how I see it. Well, I'm so happy you brought that up. I wasn't sure how we were going to dig into this but one of the biggest things that i see happening in the music industry and the television industry is these people will create a character that your child can relate to little nas x miley cyrus they create these characters that are good wholesome loving people who who are just like your children and your children get excited they get attached to this person and as time goes on they morph that character into what you know as miley cyrus what we know as little Nas X, and they teach your children that this is a natural part of growing up, that you can start sweet and innocent, but decide one day to dry hump the devil, to hump the screen on the TV. And what they're doing is they're literally, it's like a, I call it Satan's net. And they, they're skimming through the world, trying to grab as many of us as they can through this process of turning your child into an idolizing one of their characters, and then morphing their character into what they want out of society. They want you to see society as Miley Cyrus. They want you to turn society into a Miley Cyrus because they're at the end of the day, they're trying to like dissolve the nuclear family. They want, they want to change the very essence of what we are born to do. Yeah, exactly. There. And, and just like anything else, just like with the heliocentric lie, all of this, they're just trying to, 
base all of humanity into a fantasy-based reality. That's how I see it. They're trying to get us as far away from like nature, going outside, grounding ourselves. They want us plugged into the Matrix. They want us putting on the VR headsets. They want us turning on Fortnite and gaming for 25 hours um, straight. Like That's what they want. That's what they want us using our time for. They don't want us sitting down and, and thinking, what's the best book I should buy? What? How many books should I read a year? They don't want us investing our time into things that uh, would actually make us smarter they just want us to be dumb um idiots easy to control and i'm pretty sure there's a well-known quote of rockefeller of somebody in the rockefellers whether it was um john um, d rockefeller or whoever um saying that they want a nation uh, full of idiots basically not thinkers well what what he was essentially trying to do is he wanted to create a vocal uh vocational behavior school where your children go to school to learn how to work for somebody else, to raise their hand, to wait in line. And essentially, like Caleb was saying, the, the Matrix, right? Like people hear this word and they think like the Matrix show. The Matrix control system is, it is the government. It is your TV. It is all of the things that influence you into behaving the way that they want you to. Because if we pay attention to the right things, the world gets better. If we pay attention to the wrong things, the world gets worse. That's because whether you believe you actually physically manifest the world around you, or if you believe your actions manifest the world around you through the actions in which you take, it doesn't matter that the outcome is the same thing because everything starts in the human mind. Everything, every building, every TV show, it all starts in a mind somewhere. And if they can control what that mind is thinking, they can control what that mind will produce and therefore they will control everything. Yep. Just so I know, and I know I'm on the same page as you, and just for the audience, because a lot of people might not know this as well, the audience, Derek. Um, John D. Rockefeller, this was his quote, by the way, I don't want a nation of thinkers. I want a nation of workers. So there's him just straight up telling everybody. This is um, called, I've been reading a book called Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare. Um, I'd recommend if you guys want to pick it up. It's a really good read. Um, it's kind of gone over the history. It's gone a little bit into Freemasonry, which I've got multiple books on Freemasonry. I was super interested in Freemasonry. Um, I actually considered joining Freemasonry before I had like known like what they were about like before i'd even got into like flat earth or anything because it was just a cult and by a cult that's just hidden information just you know hidden information from the public um it just seemed like secret like a secret club so i didn't know what to think um and and honestly where i live i'm surrounded by um mormons um and essentially the mormon religion stemmed from freemasonry where um jo uh, joseph smith stole the actual like rituals and things that the freemasons do he stole that and implemented it into the temple of the um, mormon religion or the latter-day saints whatever you want to call them um so i'm very familiar with it and i, I kind of grew up in something kind of similar like they have like the melchizedek priesthood like there's a lot of things going around it that i i've drawn a lot and they the, like they say zion a lot which we when we're talking we're going to talk a lot and we're me and derek are going to have to say zionists a lot um because there's a whole term made up for people that um, are derogatory towards the Jewish faith, which is anti-Semitism. And me and Derek are the furthest thing from anti-Semitic. Um, we are 
completely cool with Jewish people. I'm cool with Christians. I'm cool with whoever. I want to read all the holy scriptures, like all the books across the whole world. So when we're referencing Zionists, we're talking about a very small subsection, a very small percentage of the Jewish community that is in control of like 90% of the world. Did I word that, Derek, or would you word that any different? Yeah, absolutely. Before anything, I just want every one of you to know that regardless of your political stance or your religious views, in our eyes, you're you're a beautiful creation. We know that this environment is what it is and uh, that it's we're being controlled because the Zionists have turned us on each other. They've taught everybody that it's the white people who are doing this. It's like, don't like this society because they're doing that. And really what they're doing is they're playing both sides of the fence because they want you and me fighting over these things when really they are the ones who are doing it. And this is why they hide behind these, these mass organizations and they use the media, they use everything, your school, the air you breathe, yeah. everything is contributing to, to how we actually feel. Yeah. Me and Derek have thoroughly covered what's going on in the air, what's going on in the water, um, what's going on in the school system. We, I want to cover a little bit. I don't know how much content we've got on that, but even from the way I've read in books that the way that they situated kids, the way that they, like the seating arrangement is was specifically designed for like type to, to simulate like factory type work. The, the easiest way to brainwash somebody hands down and it works every single time is repetition. When you present something to somebody long enough and loud enough, they will accept it as the reality. Uh, I'd like to take a second to ask you guys to be aware of what you're seeing around you. How many times a day do you see the globe? How many times a day mm -hmm. do you see these different things that they're trying to brainwash into you? Because if you see it when the movie starts, if you see it on your iPhone, if you see it here, or you see it there, it 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 just reinforces the your idea that this thing is actually happening. And so the school is nothing but a repetition device that is designed to get you to to rinse and repeat, to show up, to wait in line, to raise your hand. And you do this for 12 years. You have a sub, you're subordinate to the people above you. You have somebody who is telling you what you have to do, how you have to answer this question. And this is effectively making you uh, learn what to think and not how to think. And so the entire base of the school system, as Caleb pointed out, is that they want to create a nation of workers. That's what vocational behavior is. It's, it's people who are just, who aren't good enough to raise themselves or to be their own boss. So they, they need to learn how to be somebody else's employee. And this is because these corporations had a plan 100, 140 years ago to take over the world. And they did it through going within you and convincing you of these silly things. So that way there, you you just go along with it because you don't feel special. You don't feel like you're important. You don't feel like you were designed. And when you remove all of the, the very essence of what makes a person a person, you you create a shell. And that shell is something that they could inhabit through, through your mind by convincing you of their ideas, by forcing their philosophy on you. And when, you, when you're a shell because you, you don't feel full of the truth, they can con control you simply by controlling what you learn and look around, see how people respond and react to things that they don't know anything about. They don't know anything about the stuff that they're arguing, but they will argue with you about it. And, and then they'll turn around and tell you that you're stupid because you chose to think about it and they chose to just believe it. All of the stuff that they tell you, I'm telling you, if you guys just stop for one minute and think about it, I say it every day, just think about it. You will be free. But you've been taught what to think, 
not how to think. And because you don't know how to think, you do not know how to steer away from their program. Yeah. And if you want a short course to how to think, in my opinion, what I do with um, media that I intake or any any content I intake from anybody, I don't care how much I trust you. If I'm listening to it, um, I am filtering it and I am I am judging it um, in my own head to, to test its validity. And if it has the ring of truth around it um, or just if it has, uh, you know, just truth to it, um, you, you've got to take everything and almost assume that it's wrong, especially from the media or anything that you're seeing on um, social media that is, you know, like left wing, right wing from the government, you know, like there's so many topics like aliens, things like that. All of these things, you've got to take it at face value and really question it and then start to critically think, is this even possible? Um, but I want to start getting into Freemasonry a little bit because when you look into this, it is completely meshed and intertwined with the creation of this government and other governments before us, um, like um, like Great Britain, where we came from. <laughs> like, like they have um, Scottish, right, Freemasonry all across the world. Like Freemasonry, at the end of the day, is one of the oldest things, um, one of the oldest secret societies. And all of our founding fathers were essentially Freemasons. Like so many of them were Freemasons. Absolutely. And, and before we completely jump into Freemasonry, I just I want to give you guys the best advice I can provide for like how to change the way you think is to question yourself. If you don't know to question yourself, you're not going to know enough to question the other people around you. And you reflect on your behavior and see if it's something that you decided yourself through your own understanding of the world or if it's something somebody implanted in your mind to control you if you reflect on your actions you reflect on your feelings you will see that 99% of all of our actions are based off of a sub subconscious programming that was implanted in your mind before you were old enough to question it so please just reflect on yourself but I wanted to ask you Caleb uh, what changed your mind what was the thing on Freemasonry that did open your eyes up to the truth of it and to actually generate a distrust for a, a party that you once saw as worth worthy of joining. Yeah, it was it's a, that's a really good question cuz I used to look at it just like I I was kind of stuck like I didn't know what I was doing with my life at that time. Um, I wasn't dating anybody. I was kind of just in a job, just going through the motions. And I, I wanted like I, I at the end of the day, um, I want to do a, an episode on astrology. But what I'm learning from astrology and my um, astrology and this might be, you know, people rolling their eyes in the back of their head right now. But um, I totally think that the the people in charge are using astrology. Oh, I had an, a crazy quote from somebody uh, they were basically saying that oh no millionaires don't use astrology billionaires use you astrology yeah 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 essentially yeah yeah so um but uh, like with my chart i'm very aquarian like super aquarian that's why i'm so damn weird but um also i like like i've found this new love for reading and finding information and things like that so i feel like i was kind of just like unearthing that like finding that kind of like that passion and wanting that so i i was thinking about joining but i started looking into it i wanted to i look at everything from both sides that's how i easily found flat earth because i had no idea that there were people running around saying the earth was flat in the 20th century i i had i literally from the schooling system had no clue that people were doing that and then i get on social media and i i see um one of dave's youtube video anyway blah blah, blah. that sent me down the flat earth but um what sent me down freemasonry 
I started finding um, TikToks saying that people didn't like it. I was curious, why don't people like it? And then um, eventually I found the YouTube video and I'm curious if you've seen it, Derek, let me know. Is it the one where he talks about uh, their their private motto where about the- He uh... just like, he exposes the whole thing. Like he shows their rituals. He talks about the rituals, like how they'll cut their stomachs open and rip out their, their intestines and throw them over their shoulders if they tell what they're learning okay, and stuff. Yeah. Like, and yes. So um, what I remember from that was their oath of Freemasonry and how gross it was and like the different levels, the higher you climb, the more the punishment and you're not, yeah. they won't kill you. Like if you're of whatever degree, the first ones won't kill you and the last one will. So you could suffer the whole time. But if you're lower degree, that one they'll kill you. Yeah, it was sick. It, it, it really is disgusting dude there's so much there and if you look into the other secret societies as well dude the rituals and the stuff that these grown men are doing behind closed door uh, doors are poop. really sickening they eat poop it's disgusting like they literally <laughs> eat poop you guys i don't um, doubt it i i do just kind of want to throw it out there for everybody that not all freemasons are even yeah. aware of what's yeah. happening up the ladder and you don't climb from the bottom to get to the top okay you can within the normal one but the the one that's outside of the norm the one that we're actually talking about you have to be invited so you could go from a non-freemason to a 33 degree um psycho without ever going through the normal ranks because it's not the same thing they're hiding amongst it's sheep and wolf's clothing okay they are hiding amongst the people because freemasons like in your town are probably the people who, who feed the homeless they're the people who try to bring up uh the people like they're just nice people who try to do things but yes they've got all their secrets and whatever but at the end of the day it's it's those on top who control the actual narrative of our reality and part of that control is convincing you that they're they're not bad. They're inside of this Freemasonry. Uh, one thing you guys should all know, and you could Google this to find it, find it to be true. MTV is Masonic television. It is not music television. It's Masonic television. Go look up where they had the very first MTV studio was inside of a Masonic lounge in I don't remember the city, but it's Masonic TV, not musical television. And this the MTV is how they were able to get all of these social experiments out there like Jersey Shore and all of these other things because <laughs> you see these people on the TV and you see how they're acting and you think it's okay because look they're they're getting paid to do this they're they're on TV this has to be something that I need to do and so they're able to convince you to completely ditch everything you knew growing up to be like them because they they know that people want to be seen they know that people want to be recognized and if if they could make people famous by putting stupid stuff on the TV, well, guess what? They're going to get stupid stuff in the public. Yep, exactly. Um, the YouTube video that me and Derek are talking about, if anybody's curious and wants to watch it, it's like three hours long. But if you're just wanting to understand right away, kind of it, it, overall what's going on again at the top levels of Freemasonry, we don't think that the dudes that are paying their yearly fees showing up and holding hands at the lodge and saying their mantras. We don't think that those dudes are devil worshipers. They don't they don't know what they're doing at the end of the day. It's compartmentalized. And you I from 
from my study and what I've learned about Freemasonry in the books that I've read, it doesn't sound like you get a lot of knowledge or even um, learn that you're making oaths towards Lucifer or the light bearer, quote unquote, that Manly P. Hall calls him um, till like the 30th degree. And then through the 30th, 31st, 32nd, 33rd, the rituals get really crazy and you learn really quickly what you've gotten yourself into. And um, after you've signed away, you've basically signed away your life at that point. You've given them penal authority over your body. And this is written in their little books where they detail what will happen to you if you expose their secrets, if you expose what's going on or, or anything like that, because it is a secret society. And anybody that is a Freemason owes you nothing, and they do not especially owe you to tell you the truth, and they never will, because if they do and the, their lodge finds out, they'll kill them. Well, and they have they legally can too. They've like sworn they've like written contracts and signed contracts for these people. So that's what I feel like it might be happening with a lot of these people that are getting off. Did you see what happened with Aaron? What's that one? Did you see that? I can't remember the celebrity's name. Aaron, Derek, do you, did you? I'm, see? I'm the worst with names. Bro. Okay, you're good. You're good. <laughs> well, essentially, there's this guy named Aaron, and a lot of the viewers probably will know. Definitely put in the comment sections, um, members, if you got, can help everybody out. Um, there's this guy named Aaron that reached out to Kanye West to try to talk to him and, and like get getting cahoots with him with whatever's going on with Kanye West, and the dude's gone, dead completely and he was like making videos on youtube saying he needed 100k to get out of town to like escape the government um because they were going to kill him and then they called it a suicide or something like that he's he's gone he's dead um a couple days later so um what what might be happening is the people might have sworn their lives away that's what i feel like these people are being off in the general public almost like a ritual and nobody's doing anything well uh so from what i've learned through my studies of freemasonry uh you're introduction ritual for graduating into a higher level consists of a crime that would put you away for life uh, murder sacrifice whatever it is they humiliation a lot of it's humiliation where they make you do something that you wouldn't want the public to see and because you don't want to go to prison especially as a freemason rat uh they, you don't come out and speak because if you do they've got dirt on you you committed a a lifetime sentence crime or you created uh, you did something that's so humiliating, like eating poop, that you're not going to come out and say something because you're embarrassed, you're scared for your life. And so the in their mind, the only logical thing to do after you go through these ceremonies is to continue to go through these things because you're in it. And once you're in it, you're in it and you can't leave it, um, not in a safe way anyways. And so this is how they, they control you. They get you to commit a, a major felony. And once you do that, you're owned by them because you are now, it's your life or the truth. And so most people who make it to that level, they're going to choose their life 100% of the time uh, because that's how they got to where they are in the first place. You don't get high in this world if you're for other people. You get high in this world if you're for yourself. And so it's just, <laughs> it's just sickening, guys. It really is. Yeah, and that's that's basically what all Aleister Crowley encompassed was, you know, do what thou will and it shall be the law. Like that's like what Lucifer, Lucifer and uh, like Satanism is essentially at the end of the day. But um, I want to read um, this 
this text I found online, um, kind of detailing how many of these guys were Masons and just kind of the history of it. So this is a little lengthy, but let's get through it. And before I do, um, this is kind of similar to what we see what's going on with like Jews nowadays. Like celebrities aren't openly saying they're Jewish or things like that, but they are. And then we're finding out on the back end and it, like people, I, I one example would be like um, what's going on with LeBron James. Like all I've been, I've seen so many tweets showing LeBron James like holding hands with Jewish people like like the top top percent like the Zionists that think we're all slaves for them like we're cattle that's essentially um, how they view us but um, let me read this many Americans celebrate our founding father and fathers and all they did to help create our country what few of them know is that many of the founding fathers were also Freemasons some of the more notable founding fathers to also be Masons are George Washington Ben Franklin um, Paul Revere led a Massachusetts chapter John Hancock um, and Chief Justice John Marshall, who greatly influenced the shaping of the Supreme Court. Altogether, it is believed that about 99 of the 56 men that signed the Declaration of Independence were Masons, and about 13 of the 39 that signed the U.S. Constitutions were also Masons. And there's this there's this portrait sitting right next to this text of George Washington under like the whole Freemasonry getup with the two pillars on the side and the checkered floor and everything. Um, and it says right under it, George Washington is one of the most famous Freemasons from the founding fathers. In the picture, you can see George Washington wearing his Mason apron, which is uh, which was very special to the organization. So that should tell you in and of itself right there from the start that this was founded by a bunch of guys that were in a secret society. The thing you have to understand about the secret society is when you swear oaths, these oaths are above all. So were these people really serving the people at the end of the day or were they at uh, or were they first serving their their secret society or their lodge and then the people that's how we really have to look at it but it keeps going on and it says however what is not known about the freemasons and the founding fathers is what their political agenda was over the years many scholars have tried to dig up files and letters in order to better understand what the masons were trying to accomplish when helping found the united states little have had any luck but most find nothing at all the masons took great pride in ensuring that their order stayed private in what was known to the outside and not known to the outside world that's exactly what they do me and derek definitely know that and anybody that's researched masonry knows these oaths are said so you don't say crap you these guys will never speak because their life depends it and anybody that is connected to them their life might depend on it as well um but it keeps going on without any concrete evidence of what masons believed it has been left open to speculation and interpretation of later masons and historians a view that is shared by all is that masons during the revolutionary period were the ones pushing for america to break away from great britain and become its own nation which i completely disagree with because we took freemasonry from there and just brought it here essentially the same uh I, like when i look back at this it's like and derek will definitely agree anybody that has looked into any truth knows that from what we can tell history is a complete lie um, or it's just completely been skewed and it's been like a complete game like what the media is doing now where they just skew everything and they're trying to get your attention one way here or there that didn't start one day back in 1776 or we there this has probably been going on for hundreds if not thousands of years would you agree Derek oh absolutely these people have figured out how to control us through the narrative 
Uh, there's a there's an actual name for it. It's every 80 years, the, the world goes through cycles. Uh, four generations, because the first generation, they're going through hard times. So they work hard and they build up and then they create an easier world. And then the people who exist in the world that's easier because of the hard times, they create poor times. And then those poor times people create a harder world. And so it's a cycle. And these people history repeats itself because that's how they control us it's it's literally a cycle that we're all going through many of you know the saying that nothing new is under the sun but how many of you knew that was an actual quote from the bible okay nothing new under the sun comes from the bible that's where it comes from and this is because it was it was prophesied that we're going to go through these cycles over and over and over and each at the end of each rhythm it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and then eventually it's going to reach a boiling point where at the at the end what some people call the apocalypse is when when the people finally see what's actually happening i do not have a doom and gloom view i believe that it might get really ugly as these people have be, get removed but afterwards, I, I I truly do believe that we the people are so capable that we have so much hope and that if we all just put our minds together and worked for the better of humanity, that that's what we would get. Oh, dude, it would only it would take a very small percentage of the population. Look how much influence me and you can have. And if everybody else started like doing what we have done and started trying to get the truth out there and, and cared as much as we are caring and as, as much as our community is caring by supporting us, it's just a matter of getting this type of information into everybody's minds and especially the next generation um, is how I would see it for sure. But I'd love to um, before we get into the next hour because we are getting towards the the top of the hour let's for the first hour start to build the timeline that you've built here the world timeline that you built can you kind of um give everybody uh just a rundown of um kind of how you see things pre from like 1849 i see here that you've started so basically what i've come to understand is mid 1800s uh we 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 came out of the what we would call like the dark ages of uh illness and these things if you believe the narrative i don't know how much i trust any of that but the the history that we do have is that in the mid 1800s we developed the antibiotics and we developed a cleaner way of life which started to eradicate these diseases well what they've done is is they fooled us by this big pharmaceuticals they created these vaccines that were Floyd out to help the people, but really the disease that they were created against was already declining because of better health, better food, better water, cleaner uh, ways of life. People used to throw poop out the window, if you believe, if you believe the narrative. Uh, so like we obviously cleaned up and people started to get healthier. Well, the Rockefellers saw this as an advantage. The Rockefellers is in bed with the big banks. They're in bed with your big education. They're in bed with the big pharmaceutical. And ultimately, they're in bed with our government. So what they did was they saw this potential for changing and steering the direction of health in general by creating these different methods of uh, convincing the people that they needed this pharmaceutical. And one of the major things that they did was they actually, in 1880 to 1925 is when it started and finished, uh, they actually were able to buy the doctors of the United States. And how what I mean is, is they offered a million dollars to any doctor that would stop teaching naturopathic medicine and only treat their patients with big pharmaceutical drugs. 
pharmaceutical was not developed by the Rockefellers, but he took it over and turned it into what we see today. When it was first developed, it was good. It was antibiotics. It was these different things that helped uh, get rid of a lot of these problems that we did face in uh, germ theory, however you want to believe it. Like there, you know, people get sick. And so they were able to like what he saw was, hey, like this is actually helping people. And he took it over and he turned it into what we see today. And by paying these doctors a million dollars to swap over from naturopathic medicine over to this pharmaceutical drugs, they effectively removed nature away from the body, which your body is part of nature. So to remove nature from the body is to remove health from the body. And so by doing this, they generated a world where you depend on them because you need this pill. If you stop taking this pill, you die. If you don't take this pill with that pill, you die. But this pill causes this problem, so now you need this problem. And so it, it all began your health because they knew that if they could control you and scare the people into believing that they need them through things like the Spanish flu influenza, which I'm here to tell you right now was not what they what they told us. You could find documents from Dr. Fauci that shows that 85% of everybody who died from the Spanish flu influenza, they didn't die from flu. They died from wearing a mask. And this is this is a fact, guys. They died from secondhand pneumonia, from breathing in their own waste. But because the people were so gullible and so caught up in the idea that this was a real thing, sound familiar, they bought into it. People were wearing the masks and they created the Spanish flu influenza. And then they fixed it, right? Then they were able to heal the people. And this really kicked off people's trust in big pharmaceuticals. And this is when we saw the decline of naturopathic medicine. And it began America's downfall, the world's downfall, into a pharmaceutical-dependent, overweight, unhealthy, fearful population that is easy to control. Isn't that disgusting? Nowadays, people will say that. I'll hear that all the time. People will say, dude, without modern medicine, uh, we would have so many people dying during births and like we would be screwed. Like modern medicine has given us everything. And through surgeries and different things like that, of course, there are some benefits to um, the modern health system that is going on today. But basically what they've done is they're taking the, like the herbs and the different things that the earth is creating and they're synthesizing them to the point where they're kind of doing the same thing, but not, but also causing side effects so that you'll need more pills and things like that and then completely patenting it like basically patenting mother nature in one way shape or form but um isn't that so weird that people will say that um that back in the day oh whatever these vaccines came through when we had polio or we had um these other you know bad diseases come through and start wiping out the population they'll say that the vaccines and modern medicine were what saved everybody but it was just a matter of telling everybody that they could take off their masks exactly these people control you through fear they create a problem, then they create the solution and they sell it to you. This is a major tactic of the world around you. Uh, and so in order for us to be able to break free from what we are experiencing, we absolutely need to start thinking for ourselves, look back into history and see the correlation between vaccines and the, the immunity of the people. 1955 is when the polio vaccine came out. Look up, when was the most amount of cases ever of polio? 1955. And it's not the it's not the only case. Every single case, the, the disease is on a decline, and then the vaccine comes out, it gets a massive spike, and then the disease is on a de decline again. These people are literally poisoning us, 
And then they're convincing you that what you need for this poison is to go in and get a vaccine that has dead babies in it. Vaccines have dead babies in them. Why do you think they're pushing the narrative of abortions? It's because they need the stem cells from these dead babies to to put them in your shots so that you can inject them. It's a ritual. You're injecting dead babies into your baby in the name of health. Yeah, literally. And if you guys want to know more about the vaccines and different things like that, definitely reference our COVID episode. We put a lot of research into that one. Exactly. And so but, um, I, I wanted to kind of tie it all together as far as like uh, big pharmaceutical, big banks. They were founded, the same people were in bed together. So uh, not only did Rockefeller create the school curriculum in which we all follow today, not only did he fund the million dollars for every doctor to ditch homeopathic, but he also was a major part of the banking crisis. The, in 1907, uh, the, the stock market crashed, everybody got nervous, and they started pulling their money out of the stock. And this was a ploy to get people to fear the collapse of the dollar so they could create the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve was literally born because the stock market began to crash, and during the crashing of the stock market, which was complete controlled demolition, they generated a new third-party bank that had FDIC, and it was guaranteed for uh, for people to use it. And you, you put your money into these banks, and then they charge you interest to loan it. They they charge you a monthly fee to have your money in their bank. Somebody even told me, well, banking provides a service. How do you expect them to do it for free? It ain't for free. Banking should be controlled by our government, who I'm sorry, hate to break it to you, but you're paying hundreds of dollars a week for your government to be in charge. The bank should be underneath the, the government's taxes, and it should be free. Every dollar you spend is going to the same group of people. Yeah, exactly. And um, I wanted to detail a little bit just because this is something that I had recently figured out. But um, a lot of countries uh, like like what Hitler did, where he was kicking Jews out or he was asking them to leave. If you go listen to speeches and I don't want this to go down that road, but if you go listen to Hitler um, speech like in his actual public speech like um speeches like he doesn't say anything like that crazy he's basically saying that the zion the zionists are coming through and they want control of everything they want to institutionalize a central bank they want control of our money they want control of the education system that's essentially what these people do but uh, it was there was way more than one country that was kicking um this 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 um, religion out of their countries essentially they were kicking just to put it blatant they were kicking jews out of their country for essentially what they were teaching as far as usury and what usury is and in some eastern religions across the world usury is against um, their religion where you give people money in form of interest in in return for interest that's what usury is and usury back in the days like i don't know like 50s 40s 30s like if you were having like over 5% interest. That was way too much. That's usury. Nowadays, you can see credit cards as high as 19 to like, I've seen cards at like 30%, 33%, which is the most crazy form of of usury and also control that I could think of. W what would you add to that, Derek? Oh, well, what I would add to that is you guys go check out the video I do edit the other day. When you were born and they pro you pay this, fee for your birth certificate 
you're you're not just giving the government money to print a certificate. You are giving the government money to create a trust in your name. And what do we know about trusts? They mature. And what happens when a trust matures? It becomes valuable. This is how they effectively were able to remove gold as the standard for the American dollar. And you now back the dollar. You, me, Caleb, all of us, we back the United States dollar because when you're born, they buy a trust in your name and that trust matures. When you turn 18, it is worth millions of dollars and you go to a bank to get a loan and the bank actually withdraws the money off of your trust and then they sell it back to you at interest, okay? They're doing this with credit cards. They're doing this with car loans. They're doing this with bank loan. Anytime you ever get a line of credit or you ever use a bank for a loan, these people are withdrawing your own money because that is where all of the money in the United States comes from. It doesn't come from anywhere else. When you get a social security card, you effectively back the United States dollar because when you get a social security card and you're born, you're, the government knows that you're going to have to grow up and work. And when you're working, you're going to pay taxes and those taxes are going to go to backing the money. Okay. This is we are literally being farmed and we're paying them to do it in more ways than any of you even care to understand. I totally agree, Derek. The The Federal Reserve, the fact that it's privatized and it's not even a, a, a part of the corporation, essentially a part of the U.S. government, but they put the word federal in front of it like they're totally trying to mislead everybody. But I wanted to read this quote. This is an incredible quote that I think everybody might find interesting. Um, and I want to give a little bit of a background to the guy that made the quote. His name was Montague Norman. Um, he was an English banker best known for his role in the as the governor of the Bank of England from 1920 to 1944. Um, Norman led the bank during the toughest period in modern British economic history and was noted for his somewhat raffish, I think I'm saying it right, raffish character. I've never heard that word. That's another one to add to the vocabulary. Raffish character and arty appearance. A very influential figure, Norman, according to the Wall Street Journal, was refer referred to as the currency dictator of Europe. Um, this is his quote right here. Um, this guy was giving the quote, this quote to um, addressing the United States Banker Association in New York. This one's in 1924, just so everybody can get a timeline here. Um, <laughs> quote, capital must protect itself in every way possible, every possible way both by combination and legislation. Debts must be collected, mortgages foreclosed as rapidly as possible. When through process of law, the common people lose their homes, they will become more docile and more easily governed through the strong arm of the government applied by a central power of wealth under leading financiers. These truths are well known among our principal men who are now engaged in forming an imperialism to govern the world. By dividing the voter through the political party system, we can get them to expend their energies in fighting for questions of no importance. It is thus, by discreet action, we can secure ourselves that which has been so well planned and so successfully accomplished. If that doesn't tell you in and of itself what these bankers are doing as far as with the political system and also your home loans and your mortgages, I don't know how else you could say it. Well, that, that quote perfectly backs what I was saying earlier about how somebody has to lose. Cl foreclose as soon as possible. This Because they'll foreclose and you, you have a home for, say you have your house for 15 years, you pay $15,000 a year for your home. At the end of the 15, like you're midway through your mortgage and you fail. What they'll do is they'll sell your mortgage 
to another party and you lose all of your money. And it's hardly ever an independent person who buys your mortgage. It's usually somebody who's flipping houses. So they'll buy it at a low price. Yeah. And then they'll resell it at market value. So every dollar you paid into it, the banks get all of that money. And then the new new buyer who buys it, they pay full market value. So that house gets sold twice. And that makes up the 20% interest in which we owe to the Federal Reserve is when you have something that you can't pay for and you lose it. This is what the housing crisis in 2009 was all about. They wanted the Federal Reserve was doing a grab for uh, trying to get the debt like get their money. And so they they overloaned homes to people because they knew that many of them were going to fail. And then they knew that the people who were going to buy them were going to flip them. And voila, these people made millions of dollars and paid off their debts while generating new debt. Yep, exactly. Um, I know that we've only got a couple more minutes until the top of the hour, and we've got a lot more content and stuff that we want to say around this topic. So, uh, yeah, is there anything really important? Because we only do have a couple more minutes um, that you want to get across to the first hour. So I, I just really hope what everybody takes away from this is the reason why we focus so hard on trying to bring awareness to corruption of the world is because all of these things that we're talking about are like they could hide from this okay they could have a fall guy like jeffrey epstein mm-hmm. they, they could just bury themselves in people who are oh we're not responsible we had no idea that was happening but this is why we really really try super hard for you guys to understand about the globe lie these people need to be exposed and when you expose them for what they've done to us as far as our entire living conditions then the whole thing collapses all of it We would never allow them, any one of them, back in power once the people realize what's happening. And so at the end of the day, the reason why we focus and fight so hard to bring awareness to the the true shape of our realm is because it's an attempt at dismantling the powers that have taken over our world. And they've taken over through through controlling what you think, making you think you're a monkey that evolved and that if you want to survive, well, somebody's got to lose so you could win. And it's just, it's really sad to see the state of the world. And it's even more sad to see how people attack, like Caleb and I, for simply trying to say, hey, wait a minute, you're better than this, we're better than this, and we're being played by corporations. To Like, people attack us for that. And it's just weird. It's completely beyond the pale what's going on in the modern education system, and it, it completely ties to all of the people that me and Derek have been talking about today, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. All of these Zionists came in. They changed the shape of the earth. They changed the the root of where we came from to evolution. Everybody came from an amoeba. You came from a fish, which evolved into a monkey, which evolved into a human, but we've still got amoebas, and we've still got monkeys somehow, but... Um, it, it's all literally again beyond the pale. I, I after having my eyes completely open to this, looking into this more and more, the more that we dig and the more that we unearth about our history and what is going on with our history and what's happened previous to us even getting here, um, it, it is it's truly sad. And I'm I'm so glad that we have this platform. Um, which again, just like every episode, shout out to the members that are supporting us and subscribing and um helping us do this and and giving us the platform to be able to do this because the website does cost money to run and everything and we plan on upgrading it which costs thousands of dollars so you guys make it all possible the members um and other than that derek if you have anything else i'd like to start getting into the second hour where we just keep talking crap on the government essentially 
Uh, I just want to thank all of you uh, from our fans to our haters, to the subscribers, to those of you who are just popping by. I really appreciate you. Caleb really appreciates you. And we understand that this world is so corrupt and there's so we're fighting against so much propaganda that I just want to personally say that I, I do not hold anything against any of you. I sure I get mad and I'll respond and sound like I'm, but that's at the end of the day, I, I understand where you're coming from. And all we're trying to do is fix the state of the world that we live in. And you can't do that by focusing on little issues you have to attack the controversial issues and that's why everything we say triggers a lot of people that's why a lot of people don't even know how to respond is because we're we're going against everything that you've ever <laughs> been taught and of course that's going to be a hard transition obviously we understand that so again i just want to thank you and if if you're if you're out there and you're on the fence and you're afraid of how people are going to see you if you admit and say sorry i just want you guys to know that I do not hold a single thing against anybody, like at all. I really do believe from the bottom of my heart that every single one of you are perfectly capable of seeing through this nonsense. You're perfectly capable of seeing the whole picture. And I just, I can't wait to welcome you with open arms into the truth. Heck yeah. Well, let's um jump into the second hour. I don't have anything else. Again, um, I'd say exactly what Derek said again. Thank you guys so much for everybody that is supporting you. If you're listening for free, even if you hate us, and and whoever is sharing all the podcasts and getting all the clicks, you guys rock because um, what has happened on my social media is just to give you guys an update. I am so censored. It's not even funny anymore. Um, it takes sometimes up to two days for me to hit 10,000 K views, um, 10,000 views with 100,000 followers in my Instagram. I'm getting half the views that I'd get for. I'm getting half the interaction. I'm getting half the messages. I see what I'm seeing is they're slowly kicking me out of the algorithm. They're just slowly pushing me out. So um, if you guys want to get this message out and you want to wake up somebody, do as you usually do. And I can tell that you guys are is just click that share button that's under the um, podcast um, audio. There should just be a share button. You can copy the link, share it to somebody that you want to wake up to the truth and Hopefully they'll listen to it and like it. So other than that, for everybody that does want to hear the second hour of this content, us exposing what's going on with banks, Freemasonry, and the Zionists, uh, make sure you guys are subscribed, and we will see you guys in the second hour. Thank you guys so much. Okay, guys, members, thank you again.